This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. The South African Union of Jewish Students is saying enough is enough with regard to the intimidation and lies from the BDS movement. They are tired of the manipulation and twisting of the term Zionism by those who seek nothing more than the destruction of the State of Israel. This is in light of an upcoming anti-Israel fest, the so-called Israel Apartheid Week. One of the activities the students will be doing is hosting a webinar on this coming Thursday, the 18th of March, on the topic Reclaiming Zionism. Israeli advocate Ran Bar Yoshafat will be part of that webinar. Ran is Deputy Director of Kohelet Policy Forum and actively defends the Jewish state. Ran, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Ran, one of the things that you take on is to defend Israel in the public domain. Who is your audience when you are doing it? Is it the BDS movement? Is it the undecided? Is it your own community? It's a great question. Um, definitely more the people who are in the middle. So don't take me exactly by the, the figures themselves, but they said that you have between 5 to 15% who are going to be like rah-rah Israel no matter what. You have 5 to 15% who are going to bash Israel no matter what Israel is doing. And you have about 70% who are in the middle. The issue is that the 5 to 15% who are very uh, vicious towards Israel, they are more vocal. You hear a lot more of them. So I'm trying to influence those who are in the middle. But also sometimes it's very good to just give um, tools, information, to people who are pro-Israel, but they don't necessarily have all the information or knowledge regarding uh, the conflict or inner issues in Israel. There are so many different allegations made about Israel, colonialism, apartheid, um, all kinds of things. Do you see this evolving as time goes, or are, are we stuck on something? Actually, I, I disagree. I don't think that there are that many accusations. I think it will sum up to about 50 accusations that you can, uh, you know, uh, phrase them differently. But basically, the, the main goal is to try to vilify Israel. And I'll try to explain. Uh, you know, a lot of Israel advocacy organizations would like to begin their statement by saying Israel is not perfect, uh, no other country is perfect, and so on. Now, it's true. I just don't like that line of defense because you're already trying to apologize for existing. Um, it is fine to criticize Israel. I cannot think of a single Israeli that doesn't criticize Israel for many things. But the thing is that what you refer to as the BDS movement, the Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions uh, movement, I refer to them as the movement to destroy Israel. From trying to hurt the Jewish state with uh, military force, they're basically trying to do it with um, uh, words, images, ideas. And that's the issue. I, I disagree with all of their arguments. I don't think they've ever heard an argument about Israel is not a colonial state, it's not an apartheid state, and so on and so forth. This, these are just uh, plain lies. If someone wants to say we disagree with Israel's policy here or there, okay, that's open for a debate. But here's the here's where the difference lies. Um, I cannot think of any other group in the world of people that the world will tell them you don't have a right for self-governance. You don't have a right for self-determination. When people say only Jews don't have a right to govern themselves, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm not sure you're trying to criticize me. You're vilifying me. When you speak about not so many different um, kinds of accusations, sometimes some are more uh, meaningful in certain contexts. For example, the apartheid analysis here in South Africa, because it touches an emotional nerve. But one of the things I'm seeing increasingly coming up in the rhetoric is the attempt by the BDS to distance biblical Israel and Jerusalem to modern-day Israel. And they are trying to make a disconnect. What is your response to that? 
So my last name is Bar Yoshafat, which means the son of King Jehoshaphat. Look, I, I don't like to use the Bible as a source because I know that some people uh, don't have the same faith, and that's fine. So I usually start the uh, conversation from Second Temple. Uh, Second Temple is not, uh, is not a matter of faith. It's a matter of history. It's not even Jewish history. It's world history. It's not, it's not just my history. Um, and I don't think that someone can argue that there was no Second Temple. If people are, are saying that there was no Second Temple, there's no Jewish kingdom in the land of Israel 2000 years ago, they're conflicting with all of the historical facts that we have from the Roman time and so on and so forth. Um, there was never another entity, another sovereign entity in the land of Israel apart from that Jewish uh, entity. By the way, we're called Jews because the last tribe that was kicked out of uh, the land of Israel was the tribe of Judea. Okay, we're basically the people of Israel. So definitely there is a connection. There was even a Jewish continuity within the land of Israel for over 3,000 years. Um, so to say that Israel is a colonial, when you're saying colonial, you need to be uh, promoting a certain country, a European country usually. What country is Israel promoting? It's the opposite. The, the Jewish community was trying to fight off the British uh, colonialism. Um, the, the connection to apartheid is very simple. It began in Durban in 2001. Uh, apartheid is something that all of the world objected to, and it's actually one of the only two cases where the UN used force under Article 7 to the UN Charter. So that's why people like because apartheid is bad, and if Israel is apartheid, then Israel is bad. And basically, you're avoiding a conversation. But there's no connection. Uh, I think it's actually harming people who actually suffered from apartheid to compare that to what is happening in Israel. You don't like the policy in Israel, that's fine, we can talk about that, but it has nothing to do with apartheid. Jews, Arabs, Christians, Muslims, vegans, as long as they're uh, citizens of the state of Israel, they have full equal rights. They can vote uh, to the Knesset, to our parliament, they can be elected. You know, when you have a Supreme Court judge who's an Arab and he sends the Jewish president or the president of the state of Israel uh, who's Jewish to jail, then that's not an apartheid. When you have high-ranking officers in the IDF who are Muslim Arabs, that's not an apartheid and so on and so forth. One of the things that people conflict, and that's very political, but, but I think that they just don't understand what they're saying, basically. They're saying an Arab in Ramallah and a Jew in Tel Aviv don't have the same rights. And they are correct. An Arab in Tel Aviv and a Jew in Tel Aviv have the same rights. If they're asking for the Arab in Ramallah to have the same rights as a Jew in Tel Aviv, basically what they're saying is that they want Israel to implement the Israeli law over Judea and Samaria. So welcome to the far right-wing party. I'm, I'm fine with it, but they just need to know that that's what they're saying. Um, so I think that's where they conflict. What you're saying is, sounded, uh, is based in fact, it's based in history, it's based on knowledge. And we're dealing often with emotion. So when you are going back to 2,000 years of world history in, in terms of a temple and somebody saying to you, well, Jesus was the first Palestinian Christian, we're dealing with sound bites versus intellectual arguments. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder what your thoughts are on that. Well, I think you're correct. And I think, unfortunately, usually uh, emotions work better for some audiences. Um, but I like to ask people questions when they say this. I like to say, okay, so this uh, Palestine that Israel took over, when was it created? Who was the prime minister? What currency did they use? In fact, I'll give you all of the content of my wallet, which is not that much, but I'll give you all of the content of my wallet. If you can give me one thing that's Palestinian prior to 1948, that doesn't mean Jewish. You know, Palestine Post is the name of the Jerusalem Post. They changed the name in 1951 only because the owner wanted to move to Tel Aviv. Um 
And so the, the, the editor changed it to Jerusalem Post. Uh, the Palestinian Philharmonic is the Jewish Philharmonic. Palestine Bank is the Jewish bank that was established by the Zionist movement. So I, I understand that emotions are very uh, valid and important, and I don't disrespect them. But if someone is saying Jesus was the first Palestinian, Jesus was a Jew from Judea. Um, so basically, either they want to argue with not just all of the Jewish people, but with all of Christianity for all of their different denominations. I mean, I mean they can say it, but it's just a complete lie. A complete lie. Uh, you will be talking, um, run on a webinar that is to be hosted by soldiers. The webinar is taking place on Thursday, the 18th of March at 7 p.m. It is a Zoom webinar. You will be talking with Dr. Enat Wolf, and the topic is reclaiming Zionism. What kinds of things are you going to speak about? Well, that's a very good question. I'm not sure I have the answer because that depends on the audience that will ask questions. I think it's very important for us to to take time to answer different questions because at the end of the day, and I think you mentioned this in the beginning, different areas in the world uh, treat Israel differently. I know that South Africa is one of the most hostile places in the world towards Israel, which is quite amazing because you would imagine that people who are progressive in South Africa would be supportive of the state of Israel and not of Hamas or the PA, which are have no rights for women, LGBTQ, democracy or, or whatnot. Uh, but I do uh, hope that I'll be able to show that Israel, at least uh, to some of the audience, that Israel is a, a vibrant democracy with our flaws. And we have flaws just like any other country, but we, we are basically a very vibrant democracy. Um, we have no connection to apartheid, uh, the, apart from the fact that people like to use the word apartheid next to Israel, but there's, there's zero connection between Israel and apartheid. Um, and that Zionism is a positive word. It basically means, and there are many definitions for Zionism, but the, the broadest definition is that the Jewish people have a right to govern themselves in their homeland. And I'm really struggling to understand who is opposing that. You have questions for Ron. Please join the webinar. It's hosted by Soldiers. It's on Thursday, the 18th of March at 7 p.m. And I'm sure you can get all those details by contacting Soldiers or going onto their website, tweeting them, um, Facebook, whatever. Just be in touch with Soldiers and support them. And go and listen to uh, Advocate Ron Bar Yoshafat and Dr. Enat Wolf. Ron, thank you so much for joining me. Happy to be here. Thank you.